Good morning. Welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Tuesday the 20th of October. My name is Nick here in Melbourne. Well, China's reported a booming economy in the third quarter. They've reported economic growth, GDP growth of 4.9% quarter to the quarter of the year before. And that's up near sort of where it was going to be pre-corona. So, you know, they were forecasting an annualized growth of between 5.5 and 6%. So at 4.9, that's a pretty amazing recovery and certainly makes China the sort of the economic leader from this pandemic. So the IMF is projecting China's economy to expand in this calendar year by 1.9%. Now that would probably, dare I say, be upgraded because everything there seems to be looking stronger. But yeah, it's the only major economy that's actually going to get positive growth. And not only is it benefiting from increased sort of domestic consumption, but China's actually share of global exports has increased during the pandemic for some fairly obvious reasons when you think about it. So what have people been buying during lockdown? Home computers, iPads, laptops, all that sort of electronic equipment. Where's most of that made? China. What else? Masks, medical equipment, pharmaceuticals. Where's all that made? China. So not only have they sort of come out on top during this pandemic, but they've actually sort of yeah, gained market share. Obviously, that doesn't imply it's going to be a sustained share of world trade, but it's certainly a positive for China. And the, the, the consumption in China is looking stronger. So in August, Chinese retail sales increased from a year earlier for the first time this year. And then in September, they grew by 3.3%, which was almost double economists' expectations of 1.7%. So certainly lots of strong performance there. You know, obviously they did contract a lot in the first and second quarters of the year, but that's certainly been, you know, undone by the, the booming economy going forward. Moving to ESG investing and the Financial Times is reporting a study conducted by PwC into the expectations for asset class growth in the ESG space in Europe. And they estimate in their best case scenario that AUM, the ESG assets under management, could reach 7.6 trillion euros in the next five years. So an enormous increase, and that's about a threefold increase on the current level. So massive increase there. Now, in addition to this, that would mean that ESG funds would actually make up 57% of all managed assets. So yeah, the majority. In addition, they, they surveyed 300 large investors and found that three quarters, including pension funds and insurance companies, would stop buying conventional funds in favour of ESG products in the next two years. And even in PwC's base case scenario, they see sustainable funds increasing their share of the European fund market to 41%. And that equates to 5.5 trillion. So an enormous increase there. There are some implications, potentially it will drive existing funds to greenwash and at the very least, it will also get them to sort of reallocate. So they, they expect that a lot of these, this growth in AUM will actually be driven by just a, a reallocation of funds that are already being managed. So it could potentially be that they do not 
you know, just switch the, or modify the investment mandates to, to sort of comply with ESG standards. But it, it does bring up two key things, the importance for a clear and, you know, easy to understand and very transparent sort of way to check the ESG compliance and also that these companies, you know, listed companies will really struggle to access capital if 57% of all available capital to them is in, in funds that will only invest in your business if it's ESG compliant. Moving to the markets now, about five minutes after the US Open, the s and up about 75 bips for their Monday day of trade. Here in Australia for our Tuesday, we've got the SPI up about 26 bips. And there's also the Reserve Bank Assistant Governor Kent speaking this morning. That's your update for Tuesday. Have a lovely day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.